Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to Sports Fucking Culture. What's up, man? It's uh, episode 013. Um, today is August 22nd, Sunday. Damn. Um, yeah, man. Fast as um, So we did miss a podcast last week. Uh, didn't really update anything. Kind of just flew by. It was just a shit week for both of us. We were Fucking just kind of busy. Yeah. Fucking uh, busy. Yeah, shit happens. Life happens. But we're here today with... A little unorthodox podcast. Um, we're not really doing anything on script. Um, don't really got notes. We're just kind of flying off the hedges. Um, we are going talking about fantasy football um, for the most part. We'll cover mm-hmm. the top 100 list. Um, little tidbits here and there, but um, you're just getting today raw and uncut, so let's do this. Right. Uh, the number one thing I want to talk about specifically was our continuation. Well, I can't say our continuation because we, uh, we're not the only people to cover some shit, you know? But what I can say is this Shikari Richardson shit yeah. that she's been going through <laughs> and that the world has been going through. Mm-hmm. So, as you, everyone knows, Shakari Richardson smoked weed, wasn't able to run, and then also wasn't chosen for the 4x100-meter four four dash. Um, then she's like, I'm focusing on me. This is about, I'm, I'm, a lot of shit's going on with me. I'll be back and better than ever. Mm-hmm. Then was talking shit about people that were running because uh, Jamaica had swept us in the... Swept the world, mm-hmm. not us specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swept the world. <laughs> swept the world in the Olympics by getting first, second, and third in the 100 meter dash. And a lot of people believe that Sharkari Richardson was the fastest person in the world, fastest woman in the world. Um, and she was talking shit, like, "Ah, oh, you miss me now." And it was like, "Okay, wow." And then you know she goes on to have a Nike commercial. She goes on to get millions and millions of followers, mm-hmm. become the face of track, pretty much. A household name now, you know? Yeah, face of track, yeah. face of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Oh, face of the person not in the Olympics was a face of the Olympics, yeah, which exactly. is fucking crazy. Yeah. But then the Nike has performance open. I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know why this event even, even exists. 100 meter dash. Mm-hmm. This bitch comes in the last place. God, fucking dusted. And I get it. You have bad runs. You have bad get-offs. You have bad starts. But you can't have this bad of a start when you are talking shit. You can't be talking shit, literally blaming the rules, blaming everything. Maybe the weed is making it slow. (laughs) (laughs) That's immediately... I, I post this on my Instagram story, and immediately, like, six people were like, all that weed she been smoking. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Oh my God damn it, y'all. I can't say this shit like that. But it goes to say, anyone can have a bad race. Yeah, no, I mean, everybody, but yeah. You don't have a bad race after you talk yeah, about Yeah, after, after all that, man, I just <clears> feel like, um, you know, she, uh, she, she, didn't put her money where her mouth was, you know. Exactly. And it was just kind of like a lot of money off of yeah. just those past and couple then, months. And I mean, like, like you said, you know, bad runs. I get it. Um, not everybody, you know. And I mean, she's waiting for competition for a minute. So you know, I mean, yeah. I understand that. I guess these girls are just coming fresh off of the Olympics. I'm assuming or something. They something you know, close they, to Olympics yeah, they were, they were, trials. Yeah, you know, like so that. they were they were you know they were fresh they were fresher than Shikari was. Um, but still, yeah, last. 
And I mean, you know, I, I guess I commend what she said afterwards, how, you know, I, you know, I, I may have had basically in the layman's term, she was just like, I have a hiccup now. But like I'm here to stay. Like I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. I didn't for like that. Yeah, it's. I'm I here mean, to I, stay. You came in last place. I Why mean, would you be here to stay? I mean, I, I I respect it as somebody coming as somebody who's trying to take that like um that underdog role. Somebody's okay. trying to you know trying to yeah. get a chip on their sh- shoulder because I mean it kind of it kind of feels like the world was almost against her. I mean, you obviously you had the people supporting her and everything right. like that, but like. It just feels like she got more negative press than good press, and it could be because that she's a woman, and it could be that she was a woman of color. Yeah, I mean, true. those could have you those know both it, those could have factored into it, but it also could have just been straight off her actions. Um, Honestly, but we'll never know. Yeah, we will never know. But at the same time, I feel like the amount of support that she had for the stance she took. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like I said, Nike ad. You yeah. were in a fucking whole Nike commercial of Kanye. Fucking, oh, it was a big thing. Yeah, it was yeah, a crazy yeah. deal yeah. <clears throat> for an athlete that no one knew before you ran the trial run to get into the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, like the you got to put your money where your mouth exactly. Is. And yeah. you, like you said, you got to put that you you got to nut up or shut up. She doesn't have Amazing. any nuts, <laughs> but. <laughs> Nut up or shut up. <laughs> that's how. That's how that has to. That's how that has to go, because you can't. I would understand like third, but la- like but, dead last. Like, like, the, yeah, like, like dead the, fucking in, in, last. The, in the fashion that she got. She got torched, I'm pretty sure bro, once like, you once you're in the back, you start giving up. Oh yeah, uh, of course. You yeah, start like, giving up. You don't start. You, keep you running. saw that initial break, bro. And it she was, was just, just gone. Wow. And I was like, oh. That was like it was it was fast separation. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like she was hanging with them for a little bit. No, no. it was just woo, and then she was like, "Okay, well." And <laughs> I hope, and like I said, I hope she can stick around. I hope uh, yeah. she can recover. But her Twitter like atmosphere as well. This is a person who's always on fucking social media. Like I, like I fucking am. I would say she posted like this the Hancock like. Uh, have you seen the movie Hancock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, All right, well, she posted a Hancock meme, or a GIF, or video of, like, Will of Hancock. I'll show you. Hold on. Uh, uh, shit. Give me one second. To fill the blank, though. Yes. While we're uh, waiting. No, um, I just feel like um, the, she, she did get, like... I, while she did get the Nike ads and everything, she did get the love, you know, for being basically like exiled from the Olympics. But there was also obviously the um, the community, which I feel like was a little bit more outspoken, especially on social social uh, social media. The community of people who are like, well, no, she made a stupid mistake and she deserves what she got. Doesn't matter who she is, yada yada yada. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just lost my train of thought. Apologies. Um, I don't know. I just feel like um, she's uh, she's she has she's in the opportunity to where she can bounce back from the negative criticism criticism that she has received within her community. There we go. That's what I was trying okay, to say. Okay, there we go. Because I feel like it was more in her community that she was receiving the backlash in. Um, Sorry, I'm showing the meme. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing the gif. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's just, yeah. So yeah, no, and so in like like I was saying, I feel like she, I feel like right now she is feeling the 
the backlash or the like kind of exclusion from the Olympic community, like the oh, running community, definitely. the track community. Um, she obviously got the love and the you know the support from everybody else. You know the definitely. people, the culture, people of you know everyday people. You know, right? Because like um, the Olympics are like it's not it's kind of star driven. Yeah, and yeah. like those stars, you never really see them. Like hanging out with other Olympians, I would say. Like, once one person becomes famous, you're not really no one. I can't name, I, I can't name more than like five Olympic people. Yeah, That's dude. So I, yeah, I. Like, I mean, and like, I can name no. I could probably name at least twenty, but I would say like half of them are skateboarders, and that just because oh, yeah, of skateboarding. I, yeah, I like skateboarding, but other than that, like, I mean, what you got? You, you got, got old Sean White, Simone Biles, Simone Biles, yeah. Michael Phelps, Phelps, some other swimmer, dude. Yeah. You know, this is like the stardom the guy, yeah. is what drives it. Yeah, but then, dude. other than that, majority of the fucking people, you are not even. Oh shit, that guy is fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like it, it's just kind of like it's like um, it's a seasonal thing, you know? Yeah, it's a seasonal thing. Oh, the Olympics are on. Oh, let's see, fucking who's the fastest? The fast who can do this the best? Right. You know, like it's kind of like um, well, you know, we'll we'll kind of. We'll, we'll appreciate it's kind of like almost like soccer too like the world cup we'll yeah. appreciate it when it's on but mm-hmm. when it's not on and it's not like and it's just like regular like trials or whatever and eh, whatever right you know? and like with that um there was another fucking there's a whole bunch of shit on shikari's twitter that i can't even i can't blame her for that's twitter talk your shit yeah uh, it, was, yeah, I feel it was just like um there was this person that was saying i think i could be shikari in a race now uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she said okay. if you, then she said if you beat me i'll triple your salary yeah. I was like all right you're you're doing too much now yeah. but uh since then she's dropped out of the 200 yeah of course please drop out of the 200 you were that was you weren't ready for. Yeah, yeah exactly. You weren't ready to come it, back yet. There was something you needed to yeah, prepare. For. It, I feel like it wasn't a confidence thing. It was more she kind of like, yeah, no, I kind of I need to realize that she probably her camp around her too was like, yo, you need to not compete because you look terrible. Yeah, like get all your shit together first. Yeah, your last and one then, you look bad. You get let's get, and let's then, get warm. Let's yeah. get a camp or let's get like a training session. Let's get something. Let's I don't know. I don't. Something. We don't yeah. know the behind yeah. scenes. Like you don't know. Like if she just like ran out there, I was like, I'm still fast. Yeah, and so it's, it's like, fucking, it could have been that. You know, it's Fuck just it. like I hope that uh, in her in her defense, I hope that she can recover True. and she can become the star that she was becoming. Yes. And it's not a fall from graces. It's more of this like a, like a like a wake up, like, like a humbling, yeah, like yeah. reality check, you know, yeah, of just like oh shit, you got to really work for this. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, we'll see what happens in the future. There's more races. It said that was like a Oregon, like a Ute is in Oregon. It was like an open. I was yeah. Like, what the f- what the fuck? What? Why are we doing shit after the Olympics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you stop. I thought everybody <laughs> relaxes. Now, I know. I thought there's like a break after that. Why is everybody fucking running more? Hey man, you know, grind don't stop. I guess. I guess. Fuck it. And then uh, another star-studded news. Our our man. The reason why the reason why we even have this podcast yes. at this point. Otani. Otani is the fastest angel to forty home runs and the fastest this year to forty home runs. Yep, this year. He um dude dude's a stud. 
He's Dude, winning MVP. He's, he has to. <laughs> it's not even possible. There's no, there's nobody possible. else that can win MVP other than Vlad Guerrero, but Vlad That's... Guerrero's not pitching. And, and I mean, yeah. Otani's pitching with a fucking three-something ERA, bro. Has Yeah, dude, it's just insane the, what Otani's doing. And if and if Vlad wins, then Vlad, you have to do the correct thing and give it over. Yeah, you just be like, mm, no, I didn't no. deserve it. It has to be that, uh, what's it, who did that? Ah, damn. I forget who did it. Someone won an award and was like, I didn't win this. Ah, uh, I forget. But other than that, whatever. Blanking. Blanking on the who won the awards and gave up their awards. I would say... Shout out to you, though, whoever you were. Yeah, you're a good person yeah. for realizing greatness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Otani, man, that shit's crazy. Uh, it's Mike Trout uh, was... Is Mike Trout injured? Yeah, he's been hurt. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like... Why the fuck is it? Mike Trout's usually hurt, which sucks, dude. He's like amazing. He's probably the best player since Babe Ruth. God damn. But he's, he's always, always hurt. hurt. Damn, <clears throat> that's crazy. And they're on the same team. And now Tani's like, I'm, the, yeah. I'm better than you. I'm trying to be better. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but uh, he, Mike Trout was just explaining, like, yeah, man, it's like fucking like uh, our travel ball team. This guy goes out, pitches eight innings, comes in in the fucking ninth, hits a home run. And then we keep it pushing. And then he goes out to right field and fucking handles that shit, too. It's like, yeah. He's a unicorn, bro. Is positionless baseball is positionless baseball the next thing? I mean, Honestly, majority of baseball you could be playing. I mean, it really, mostly is. It, it's Because most people are like, what, shortstops that make it to the league. And then it's like, okay, you can. We have a better shortstop. Yeah, if you're a shortstop in the league, you can, for the most part, play any other position because shortstop's like the the hardest hardest position in in, in baseball. So, and then like all the people that go into baseball are usually like shortstops. Well, no, they're usually like first base, um, right field, left field. Yeah, so those are those are the basic. Those are the easier fielding positions. Um, Third base is probably the second hardest. Center field probably third. Then you got second base and stuff. But yeah, shortstop is definitely the hardest. But there's there's like quirks in the fielding positions. I kind of talking in my out of my ass right now, but I know a little bit. Um, I know that like there's only like a handful of guys in the league that can actually play like multiple positions, like really? superb, like okay. that can, like really good, like can actually okay. you know like be feasible at that position. Right. They can just you know, oh, you're playing second base today. You're playing f- uh, left field today. You're playing shortstop tomorrow. You know, like right, right, whatever right. it is. You know, so there's only like a handful of guys, in my opinion. I don't know. I'm not really like. I haven't been, you know, scouting over like that, but there's, in my opinion, only a handful of guys that can really, like, go and be multi-tool guys. So. Okay. I mean, I can understand that out of professional sense. Uh, the only baseball experience I have is fucking Little League when I was, like, nine. And so I was like, I used to play wherever. I played shortstop once. That shit was hard. Yeah, I did the shit, though, you know? I did <laughs> it. I fucking handled my shit. Hey, there we go. Man. I got hit in the, in the face with a ball. Fucked up my whole nose. Damn. I was over it. I, I would be that was the end of my baseball career. Yeah, hey, dude, you put the you put the bats and the glove down, dude. Yeah, I definitely fucking did. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I was like on the it was on the worst thing. Like it was a pop up, and the fucking ball was in the sun, and then I had my glove up, and it just missed my glove and just smacked me right Whack. in the fucking face. And I was like, this is the most embarrassing shit to ever happen <laughs> in the history of baseball. <laughs> and in then the I and then I gave up the glove. And then I, that that next day, I was like. This isn't for me. <laughs> and, no, I, I couldn't give it up. My dad was the coach of the team, like a fucking. It was terrible. He was like, "No, you can't quit." Later like, on that year, he gave up. No, no <laughs> later on that season, yeah. Isaiah sat on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> At nine years old, his career was over and out. 
before it even begins. Man. <laughs> uh, so let's get into our fantasy football conversation. <laughs> nice segue. Fuck uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> so anyways. Um. Uh, we talk, we'll talk about some fantasy fucking Fuck football yeah, is going on here. Um, our football... Our football season's coming close. Yep. It's two weeks. Two weeks. Two we got fucking... Till the Cowboys play the Buccaneers. Uh, hopefully we don't get fucking smacked. Like I think we are. Um, but at the same time, we don't know what the fuck Dak can do in that opening game. And we don't know what uh, a few of these players can do in that opening game. And so we have... We don't have. We have to pick now. But we have people who we think are top tier, mid tier... Last round players in fan. This is all fantasy football, by yeah. the way, and then sleeper picks on fantasy football. Uh, first of all, top tier, I would say first maybe first round players. You got to go all running backs. Usually, usually in fantasy football, there's those. It's all running backs, and there's that one person that gets like Patrick Mahomes, and you're yeah. like you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> of course. Yeah, dude. He's. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it does but make sense. But at the same time, it's like that's all right. Yeah, so, so I mean, like, yeah, I'd say running backs, um, top tier. I would put in there what um, Alvin Kamara, yeah, um, Saquon, Christian McCaffrey coming McCaffrey. back. Christian McCaffrey's scary though. His injury history scares the fuck out of me. So does Saquon. Yeah, too, I'm very skeptical of these skeptical of these running backs, and I think that like. Derrick Henry's always solid as fuck, but you're literally never going to get him to the end of the fucking year mm-hmm. where he's just, like, going off for 150-yard games every fucking time. And, like, I don't know. That offense might open up and give Derrick Henry some more running room because of the adi- the addition of Julio. And you got A.J. Brown, and you know, they got some they got Janu to open up the passing game for Tannehill. But mm-hmm. does that also take away from the production that Derrick Henry might have? Who knows? Um, it, I don't know um, because it shouldn't. It shouldn't because Derrick Henry, the play action pass is going to be set up through his runs. Right. Him running is going to be able to open up the passing game a lot more, um, which again, like I said, is going to be through play action and stuff like that, which Ryan Tannehill is really good at. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a really, um, I feel like West Coast run heavy. And then you just play action pass and, you know, roll out and, you know, you figure out going. figure out what's going on. But um, I could be completely off on that. But I just feel like with those two weapons that you have mm-hmm. um, on the outside and then you have Derrick Henry who just eats shit up in the middle. It's just like... It's, yeah. It, it's almost like... A, excuse me. Um, it's almost like... Um, like a... Uh, drawn kicks in basketball, you know, you get somebody who you know goes in, goes in, go in the paint. All right, cool, kick it out to a three point. You right. pass with pay, play action passes, or yo, let me play action it to Derrick Henry. They think he got the ball, boom, they're gonna commit to him. Oh, look who's open now, fucking fifty yards down the field, boom, Julio, boom, you know. So yeah. I, I think Derrick Henry could be. I I don't know. I feel like if anything, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook are probably the two most solid. If you have number one, I feel like those are yeah. two solid. I'm thinking Kamara, maybe. Yeah, just because I feel he's going to get a little bit more workload with Drew gone. Yeah. I'm thinking Kamara, maybe. Uh, for these receiver-wise, though, I mean, if you're picking a receiver in the first round, you're kind of wild. But I would say Devontae Adams still, you know. You got to get Devontae Adams in there. 
Oh, I think dude, he's yeah, probably Aaron a, coming. Yeah, Aaron doing what he's he's doing. doing man. Yeah, yeah, Devontae Adams is definitely up there. Calvin Ridley's definitely up there right now too, with CD uh, Lamb leaving yeah. and only Coppets to throw to. And then you have us like DK, like DK. You have Stephon Diggs still. My two receivers last year. Man. Dude. Oh, I love that tandem, bro. They were fucking phenomenal. You're not giving it last again. year, dude. <laughs> dude, I got clowned for taking Stephon as early as I did last I, year because Josh Allen was butt cheeks the yeah, year before. They, I got I was, clowned for it. I'm like, I, well, I agree. at the end of the year, you I was like, fucking Woo! Stephon. Stephon saved. Best, dude, he's probably the saved, best route runner besides Devontae in the probably. league. He saved fucking Josh Allen's career because Josh Allen was not looking good. Still. Oh, dude, Stephon is. Yeah, he's uh, he he got the little uh, the defibrillators. Boom, oh, man, yeah, just, saved his fucking yeah, dude, life. He's got him. They, they came up short in the playoffs, but um, I think they're a young enough team to where they can get back and and, and be there. Um, because they do have another, um, as we're talking about, you quarterbacks, Josh Allen. They got another, you know, young stud there who is a point producer. Yeah. Um, so you know, you you get your wide receiver and Stephon, and then you get your quarterback and Josh Allen, which do, I was going to do last about, year. How do you feel about that? When, when we do do fantasy, and then then like uh, I think it was some. There's some like people that. You know, throughout the time, do the I've got the quarterbacks, I'm gonna get the receiver. So it helps, but when they both off, yeah, when they're both off, yeah. So you have to, if you're gonna do that, you have to plan ahead. So you're gonna have to like not both off. I mean, when like the, when they're both not producing points. Oh, like when they're gotcha. both not when producing both, points, like, you're fucked. You're off like on yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. bye week. You gotta definitely plan. Yeah, no, but um, that that when they're both like. Just having a shitty game. Like when the quarterback has a shitty game, of course the receiver is gonna have a shitty game. Yeah. And so that's the thing I'm. I've always been scared of in that aspect, of like fuck. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, you see, the thing is, you there's only a couple guys in the league who are kind of immune to that because they use their legs. So like mm, Kyler, like yeah, Russ, Lamar, uh, Lamar, Patrick Mahomes. Um, even Josh Allen, um, yeah, Baker, kind of Baker's starting to get a little bit more mobile. Yeah, He's starting yeah. to try and you know because I feel like he doesn't use his mobility as much as definitely he should. Doesn't. Definitely doesn't. Um, because he can definitely be a dual threat, not as much not as, as crazy. You know, like Lamar or anything like that. Yeah. But this dude, he can definitely you know he can put the wheels on. You yeah, know. he can move. Um, dude, Ryan Tannehill moves more than fucking Baker. I've yeah, seen Ryan does. Tannehill Ryan move a lot does more. Move so, um, but yeah, dude, I think um, I think. It's it's good to draft, like I said, somebody who is a dual threat. So, you know, if you're starting the quarterback and the receiver, mm-hmm. quarterback is on with his legs, but he's not on with his arm, not throwing to the receiver, and Can't the receiver's help. not catching. Okay, cool. Maybe he'll score a touchdown. Maybe, you know, he'll get something going. Right. But, yeah, it's kind of it, – that really doesn't work well, bode well, when you have, like, a Tom Brady or – yeah, uh, you know, I, like a like a statue back there, you know. Yeah, it does, definitely does and not. Andy Dalton almost, or a fucking um, Kirk Cousins kind of. I mean, Kirk Cousins kind of yeah. moves, not. Eh. Um, but yeah, dude, you have you have those statues back there, and you know, drafting wide receiver quarterback combos is scary. Yeah, it's fucking scary. scary. Yeah. And then we have like some mid tier players here. So like mid tier players for running backs, I would go in like the. I'm just looking on the fancy app here, like a like a like a Melvin Gordon type. Yeah, Melvin Broncos. Gordon. Uh, you got Marlon Mack. I mean, the people that are getting spelled. When you have two like a spell running back situation, like the 
like the Jags, the uh, the Colts are gonna have, the yeah, Niners Colts. are gonna have. I think the Raiders, dude, Kenyon Drake is a lot yeah. more versatile than than we. I think we did talk about this yeah, on the last did. podcast last or something. We did. Um, Kenyon Drake is is another good um, mid tier. He could he could be a lot more involved than people think. And those those type of situations are just they're okay. Yeah, because one of them is gonna get more reps than the other, of mm-hmm. course. But it's like. That's not someone you're going to draft oh, early. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's going to be, you're going to try to get everything the best early that you possibly can just to, like, you know, filter out before you go to those spelled running backs because that's going to fuck up your Chargers, whole thing. too. I don't know if you said the Chargers because uh, they got Austin Eckler yeah. and then they have, um, um, oh, they have a, they, dude, hold on. I, they got a couple guys in the Chargers backfield. Um, but because when Eckler went down, oh, they had Justin Jackson. Okay. Um, and then uh, somebody some, else. But they, they have, have a couple other guys on on their depth chart. Um, Joshua Kelly. Oh, so yeah, you know they got nice. they they got they they got guys in there. So, but Austin Eckler is obviously the the dominant. Like he's the uh, big yeah. dog. I hope know. I can get him this year. Yeah, I'm gonna take him, dude. I'm gonna try to take him so fucking early. <laughs> I'm gonna try. He might take this. I'm gonna take him in the fucking second round. I'm gonna take him and Justin Herbert. I'm gonna be a fucking. That's my squad. So, so speaking of mid tier, are we gonna are we gonna move Zeke down to mid tier or is Zeke gonna is Zeke Zeke's, Zeke's in the back, bubble. Dude. Zeke's in the bubble right now. Because last year, bro, he produced like a. I know, a but like, we had tier. we had like three running, like three offensive linemen that were like out the whole yeah. year. So like, I can understand why he was like out for real, but at the same time, it was just like unfortunate situation. It was a bad situation yeah. for the whole team. Nobody was doing shit. No one was doing good. No one really. No one really yeah. needed to. And do so, anything. you know, you had either somebody hurt or this or that. And yeah. Just kinda, it's it like, was something new every week with that team. Basically. Yeah, it was so bad with us last year. So, what I would say is Zeke, Zeke ha- is on the bubble, bubble of yeah. mid-tier to mid, mid-tier yeah. tops here. Yeah, I feel that. Because I definitely, if, if people were avoiding him, I'd definitely pick him up. Because that's who was my first pick last year, and it yes, fucking it exploded sucks. in my yeah. face. Austin Eckler was better, and he was hurt too. My first two running backs fucked up. were hurt. Zeke and Eckler were hurt. Uh, All year unproducing or not produce yeah, it's fucking ugh. And we got like mid tier receivers. I would say like a Jarvis Landry type. A uh, yeah, Landry. Uh, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett's top tier for me because every time I draft, he has like Dude, fucking fourteen touchdowns. I always, last year. And I always try and get him uh, from you, and then I, I always never get can Tyler Lockett because then like because Russ it, loves that Dude, motherfucker. It, it, I don't know insane, what it bro. is. He's so he's so bubble. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Who actually, I'm scared. I'm really I'm really going for these Rams receivers this year. Because they got fucking Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford. now. Uh, Robert Woods, too. Robert Woods. So, like, these these are guys that might be popping up and coming up higher than, like, previous years a lot more. Um, you got a guy who... I mean, they have... Whoa, why are they so so far down? So, I was looking at, like, projection-wise, and you know, like, when you do... For anybody that does fantasy out there, mm-hmm. you know when you do projections-wise, that's kind of what they're based off of when you draft them. But look how far down, like, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm scrolling on my phone here. There's people that are so far down, like Odell and Keenan Allen are here, but like, you got you got like ten plus receivers that are way ahead. Well, yeah, because right here it's showing like, um, like cool. Keenan is number eleven on everybody's lists. I mean, because, okay, so I, I got a list right here. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs. Okay. That's tier one. So they only have four receivers in tier one. 
Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess that's like a that's like a hard tier, right? Yeah, tier that's one, a that's man. a that's extremely critical tier. I feel like I don't know. I I wouldn't say ten is first tier. I'd probably move it to like eight. True. I'd say like one through eight. You have you have tier one receivers. You have ball dominant receivers. You have Tyreek Hill. But, you know, Devontae. I mean, like they're not putting a projection of like you know, like specifically for the quarterback that I told you I'm going to get, Justin yeah. Herbert, Keen Allen. He has now Justin Herbert with over another year of experience. Mm-hmm. That means he's gonna be a better. Technically, yeah, see, he's yeah, better. They, like you're not projecting. Yeah, they don't project. They they just project cold hard numbers. They don't really project like um, other intangibles yeah. or anything like that. Stuff that like isn't on paper. Right. The, the, they don't. They don't project the camaraderie. Like they're the projecting Juju to do fucking better than Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, Marquise Brown, like. These Juju's not going to do better than any nah. of these fucking players, dude. He's Ben Roethlisberger is going to be, be the best fucking his team, dude. No, Ben Roethlisberger is fucking shot. And you know, if people want to, if they want to project that, and all these good players like Adam Thielen, uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Odell, and people are going to be this low. Terry McLaurin, come on, man. Yeah, dude. That's I will gladly. They take got all Julio these as a tier three, like. Jerry Judy's down here still. Like these are people I'm going to be draft. <coughs> I mean, maybe I'm be drafted. Maybe our league is just not as deep as others. Maybe people have bigger leagues than us. But I mean, I feel like an eight to ten person league is pretty standard. Right. So I feel like these are pretty like I don't know. I'm saying like based off like what is NFL fantasy. Oh yeah, no, but for... I'm saying like like it's just I don't know. I just feel like like it's pretty standard like um like I feel like our league is pretty standard to where I feel um, like our like. Those projections shouldn't be how off they are. Yeah. I feel like our league is like is pretty average, but I guess I mean I guess, according to the numbers, I guess our league isn't average. No. I guess our league drafts pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> tripping. I don't know. I don't know, why. man. Because I, I feel like these like some of these guys I wouldn't put in tier three. I would put in tier one. But I mean, I guess you. I don't know. I guess like what they're doing is they're tiering like you have wide receiver ones, but then mm. you have tiers of wide receiver ones. Okay. So I guess it makes sense, but still like Yeah, it's kinda of far. Yeah. It's kinda of far um, down the totem pole for Because that. like yeah, on this thing right here, this they have Julio as a tier three. Um it's tough. Because you don't know. Uh, Mike Evans is a tier three. That's hard because I would say like I would say tier three and tier Odell is a tier three. See like I'd say tier two and tier three, the those not going off of what they did because I, don't know, I think yeah, there should be a little bit more receivers yeah, in tier one, yeah. but tier two and tier three type receivers are like receivers that also have like a second option mm-hmm. that have like another receiver that can also be in like tier four, yeah, mm-hmm. like a they have different players here. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, but I mean like just like just like the running backs, you have a crowded receiver room. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarterback wise, you know, just people you aren't drafting immediately. I mean, I'm gonna. Who for me? I think that after you get out of like, I don't know. After you get the top ten quarterbacks in the draft, doesn't really matter because uh, we always do a ten person league. So I'm like, after the yeah. top ten people in the draft, it doesn't matter. Yeah, for like, the most if you, part. Once everyone gets one, you really just need one for like when you have an off, off day. Week, yeah, and then, you exactly. know, some people come up off fucking having like three quarterbacks in their mm-hmm. fucking thing and like well I switch about any week mm-hmm. I'm like well that's fucking nuts yeah exactly <laughs> like, dude and I feel like there's only like 
a handful of tier one quarterbacks like Russ, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar. Yeah, mid tier. Um, Kyler, I get. I Kyler, I would probably put mid tier because Kyler's inconsistent with his throwing. Yeah, and like I, it's like fantasy wise, you want you want the dual threat, and then you also want someone who just has a fun, who just doesn't have that much of a run game. Yeah, exactly. Who has the weapons just to fucking air it out twenty four seven. Yeah. So, looking wise, I'm if I can get. Allen, Mahomes, or Rodgers, I'll be happy. But I will take Justin Herbert without a shadow of a doubt. Take him. And also, you know, back in the mid-tier side, I think uh, I think I could go I can, I can go to Matt Stafford. I'm fine with Matt Stafford. Yeah, Matt Stafford. Yeah. Uh, Matt Stafford and the fucking uh, McVay system this mm-hmm. year. Uh, you know, we can get Joey B. Joe Burrow going. Uh, not Kirk. I just fucking hate Kirk <laughs> Cousins. Get okay, Derek Carr. Going, yeah, you know, like if you fall, if you're if you're that late into getting a quarterback, yes, you mm-hmm. have you yeah, gotta you get have to you settle have, for what you, you, get what you get. Exactly. and it's pretty solid. Like there's too many people on the bubble. Like Ryan Tannehill's stock is going up because he's got Julio now. Mm-hmm. Of course, that makes sense. But I would never draft Ryan Tannehill. He'd be a waiver wire pickup, one thousand percent. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking that chance. Tom Brady, I'd still fucking take it. Week one versus Dallas, take Tom Brady because. That if 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 the Buccaneers defense isn't on point and they're playing us, I promise you that game's gonna be fucking like forty points each Dude, side yeah, because yeah. we're just gonna <laughs> just be people throwing the ball. Dude, yeah, the I've kind of seen. Yeah, the Dallas defense has not been the prettiest. No, <laughs> but if if the Bucks defense is having a lapse that night, opening night, mm. this this getting fucking aired out mm. all day. Pretty sure Dak's gonna just air this bitch out. Dude, yeah. Tom Brady's gonna have no real hard problem with fucking throwing on our defense right now. Dude, yeah, so it might, be a, it might be a shootout, dude. That'll so be a, draft be Tom Brady for the yeah. week one matchup. You never know how yeah. we do the rest of the time, but mm-hmm. draft Tom Brady for the week one. Yeah. Uh, we got any fantasy sleepers? Anybody you think deep? Um, I I power lock it. it it's every yeah. time. <laughs> I don't know why people. No one that, like like you said. You try to get him every time. He's just like down there. I'm like. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I might as well. I mean, he gets if like, it ain't broke, don't fix he gets it. like 80 plus receptions a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why people like he's not going to. I mean, there's been multiple times where he had like two, three touchdown mm-hmm. games. But there's he's averaging like for me, he's always averaged like 100, like like a uh, touchdown like a game. Like he's so solid in so many aspects. Like I can only go back to 2020 on here, but like just the lot like he just. It's solid. This mm, averaging yeah, averages is just nice. He has solid games. You know, you're gonna have those shitty ass games, like those real shitty ass games. But last year, from the beginning, for me, Tyler Lockett, three straight games with like almost twenty points. Like that shit, twenty plus. And like. then when you know he's clutch, because I feel like he uh, he knows when fantasy uh, owners need him. He's like, all right, um, I'm gonna come in clutch this week. I'm just gonna put up forty points this week. Forty like, save my just life. Like, <laughs> Um, um, but sleeper man, I think for at least um, I, I want I don't know. I say one big sleeper that's just on the top of my mind right now is Marvin Jones, Ooh. receiver for um, the Jags. The Jags, yeah, dude. Him and Trevor Lawrence could be nice. very deadly because nice. I feel like in Detroit, Marvin Jones really didn't get a chance to really show Ooh. because he always had like Kenny Galladay. He had other people right. kind of you know in the he was in the shadow of. Yeah, but I feel like now he has the chance. I mean, no, I know DJ Chark's there, but he still he has a chance to, you know, like insert himself and yeah. show you know like, hey, this is 
I'm I'm here to do this shit. I'm like, a fucking. You know, so, I'm a guy. Because Marvin Jones, he he's he's had so solid. many flashes, dude, and I'm he's had Matt great. Stafford. So yeah. I feel like, and I, man, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence has the every every ability to be better than Matt Stafford. So. Oh, easily, he can be easily. Yeah. Uh, I got a sleeper. I say any tight end on the Rams. True. I'm saying that Matthew Stafford loves throwing to a tight end. Uh, his one year with T.J. Hawkinson, he went the fuck off. And I, or, or it was been great for me. I got T.J. Hawkinson last year. And as of right now, it's fucking Tyler Higby. And you got, I don't know who else is on the fucking tight end for the Rams. But I like any matchup where, I'd say all Rams, like, position players. Yeah. Like, Cooper Cup's going to get drafted high because he's just a volume type guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Woods can get a deep ball with Matthew Stafford's arm. Like, that's really good. And then also, I would say, um, I'm just going off projections here. Like, I'm scrolling too far down, and I'm still coming across players that I would draft. Like, I would draft a lot easier. Like, Corey Davis might be great because he has Zach Wilson now. And also Jerry Judy super low. Like Jerry yeah. Judy is year two, in year two. Drew Locke with him in year mm-hmm. two. Like that's crazy. That's way different. Yeah, I don't. I just yeah. It's, it's feel like when when um, the websites put the projections. Like I said, I don't feel like they put in. They don't project all the other shit, all the work, all the human shit that's happening in the offseason. They just look at the numbers. They just look at the shit that's plugged into to the computer. Yeah. Um. So I feel like I don't know. Like at the end of the day. Like you said, Jerry Judy could be a fucking solid sleeper. So could um, uh, you said somebody else, and I completely forgot. I apologize. Um, that's okay. But yeah, whatever. I forgot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Just like there's these guys who have. Um, oh no, you said um, uh, Zach Wilson. Who does Zach Wilson have? Um, oh, uh, uh, Corey, Corey Davis. Davis. Yeah. yeah. So do, yeah, I feel like these guys. I mean, I know they're not gonna be. You know, crazy. Not, no, you know, but they like can be fucking, some solid pieces yeah, on your dude, bench. They can, you have definitely, they can be wide receiver twos, bro. Yeah, easy, easy wide you receiver know, Easier flex plays on you know yeah. hard weeks, something like they could Easily. they could be there for you. So, um, yeah, the easy, easy, easy sleepers. Yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't be too hard to get these players really late too. Oh yeah, one hundred. So that's draft crazy. smart. Draft, draft smart. smart and draft projecting. Yes. Don't draft for this player has been good forever, so he's gonna be good again. No. That's what Draft. I used to do too. Yeah, to project like these players are getting old. What else is like what we said? Their the surroundings around yeah, them and everything can't. like that. Yeah. I'm not drafting any running back that has another like another solid like until later. I'm not drafting another running back that has a solid other running back with them. Yeah, exactly. I'm not drafting a crowded ass wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta draft smart. Yep. Uh and then let's go into the top one hundred list like, here. Yeah, man. The last uh Last, I think we got 40 through 11 up here, but NFL.com is going putting the shit out slow. So they only got 40 through 21. And we'll just wrap up the show with these over here. Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, it's a very, it's a very uh, different list. There's a lot of names that are on here that are staples in the NFL, of course. But there's like players that aren't getting recognition that are jumping up. Mm-hmm. So we got Bradley Chubb. Yep. Kyler Murray. Marlon Humphrey jumped huge, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 38 from 86 Fantasy, last year. Like that's yeah. Darius Leonard getting recognition. Um, you got Waller from 99 to 36. I think that's the, probably the biggest fucking jump. Yeah, Darren, yeah, he, he flat. He was a baller. That's, yeah. a, that's another top-tier fucking player that you yep, probably had to get in yep. the first three rounds mm-hmm. of the fantasy football. Eat. 
Uh, Quinn Nelson sucks about the injury. Joey Bosa. That Chargers defense is looking good again. They've they've been steady. They've been very quiet. I mean, I know like during the season, you know, oh yeah, Chargers defense. Though there'll be a little bit of hype, but I just yeah. feel like the hype dies very quick. But they're consistently good, whether the hype's there or not. You yeah, know? it's like turnovers and sack numbers definitely count, and in, in fantasy they definitely count as in a top defense. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you want in that aspect. Exactly. And just like, okay, you guys are going to shit on, but at the same time, you guys are going to give me fucking touchdowns. Like, yep. both, like Baltimore's defense, always scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always they have two fucking, uh, two different uh, cornerbacks that, like, led the league and, like, forced fumbles last oh, year. Okay. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey and the other cornerback on the other side oh, were um, one and two. Yeah, I know you're talking. Okay, were yeah, one yeah, and yeah. two and forced fumbles. Damn. And it's like, that's fucking nuts from the cornerback position. Mm-hmm. And that's just like that doesn't happen. That's creating so many turnovers and so many points, especially in fantasy. And um, and then going to thirty to twenty one here, Aaron Jones. That's very fucking high. I mean, Aaron Jones was a baller though, man. That much. He was a he was a top ten running back. Okay. I I I mean I would put him I would put him as a top ten running back last year. That's fine. I would say top ten running back. I wouldn't say thirty in the fucking NFL. I mean uh, last year. like, honestly, Aaron Jones might have gone off or kind of gone off, but I'm pretty sure he was injured a little bit of the time. And at the same time, you're fucking Aaron Rodgers. How the fuck? Julio got 11, I mean 29. That's crazy, and he was injured. Exactly. That's, a majority. That's, that's one of those off-hype yeah. ones. Yeah, exactly. If Julio's not injured, he's probably the best receiver in the yeah, NFL. Yeah. So, uh, and then you have Devin White, who got this second year in the I, league. Um. Yes, yeah, second year in the league. No, actually, last year was his first year. He was a rookie was a last rookie? year. Oh my god, he did. He did crazy. The damn thing. He dude. Did I wanted crazy. the Raiders to draft Devin White so bad. Oh my dude. god, dude, you understand, Cowboys fans. We're just like, we hope we that Michael Parsons can be everything that Devin White is, and then we still have like we have like seven run, fucking linebackers right now, dude, in our linebacker room. And uh, I feel like it's like, cause it's like you guys why? are well. The reason you guys have that is because you guys have had so much fucking trouble with linebackers and la- dude, you guys that Sean Lee project, for Sean Lee ever. project, and then he got was hurt Jaylen for like three project. straight years, and then Layton and Jalen were looking amazing, yeah, and then they immediately both fell off. And mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, let's just get. I mean, then we converted Keanu Neal to a linebacker, yeah. who's actually, I would think, go to the smaller, faster linebackers. It's what the league is going towards, mm-hmm. and, but we're still trying to hold on to these motherfuckers that we believe in, whatever. Uh, Nick Chubb, there we go. I believe that. I believe that guy should be yeah. <laughs> on the running back side. Uh, Bobby. Yeah, linebacker, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Baller. Lamar. And then some more linebackers, Khalil and Fred Warner. Oh, they put Fred Warner above Bobby. That's Damn. crazy. Fred, Fred Warner was a monster, though. I would I'm say better last lie. year. I would say yeah. better last year. That's, yeah. Fred, that's fucking yeah. fair. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad that is one of the things. DK Metcalf at 22. Yeah, dude. DK, dude, DK has a chance to be a top top five receiver, bro, if he's yeah. not already, which I think, I mean, he might be. He's already got, you know, what? Because I guess, I mean, you would put Tyreek, uh, Hopkins, Hopkins, um, Stephon, uh, Adams, Adams, and I guess, yeah, it's DK. I mean, I guess. I guess, you I, know. I, I mean. You, other, I, other side, there's like, these other players, you don't really I mean, would know you, what they're going to do. Wait, did we say Julio? Not say no, Julio but would you, I was say, would you even put Julio in top five right now? Top five right now, no, only because of injuries. Yeah, exactly. But and if he was healthy, it'd be a different yeah. story. Yeah, it's just like 
And also now he's going to play with Tannehill and A.J. Brown on the yeah, other side. So he's gonna, he's gonna, a mean, lot of space is going to free up. Yeah, so let's see what happens. But, yeah. I mean, the top 100 list, they don't move They're any doing faster. better. <laughs> but they, they don't, don't move any faster, they which they can cover the rest uh, of like, 20 to 11. But, you yeah, know. They're, they're working here. We're waiting to see. Uh, but that's what we got for now. Yeah. And, you know, when we come back in a uh, few days here, we'll finish it off. Then. Yes, sir. Uh, guys? That was uh, Sports Culture episode 13. <laughs> episode 13. Yeah. Lucky number 13. Lucky fuck, number 13. Fuck, fuck the unluckiness. Yes, of 13. fuck that. Why is that unlucky? I, uh, was it hotels or something? They don't put, yeah, the, yeah, they they don't don't, put the number ho- 13 in any hotel. Or something like, yeah, there's no 13th floor or some shit like that yeah. for some reason. Yeah, that's some shit. But, hey, that's fucking, That is weird. That's weird. That's unlucky, you know, motherfucker. I didn't even realize the, that my fucking hotel does that. You oh, know, you didn't know that either, no, yeah? There's no 113 or 213 or 413. It goes straight to 11 and 15 to... when they do the odd numbers like that. That's fucking nuts. Huh. All right, well. Shit. This is the luckiest podcast in the world. Fuck yeah, All fuck right. that. <laughs>